Good morning, everyone. This is Kat, the host of your Growth Mindset Podcast Show. Today, I have an up-and-coming men's coach, Anthony Herrera. He went from being a firefighter in the Navy, EMT, big brother, and now he is up-and-coming in the men's coach industry. Hear his perspective from a male perspective on life, love, relationships, mentorship, you name it. Stay tuned. And it's video, by the way, recording. <laughs> it's, right. it's okay. It's okay. It's in my hair, way. you know, <laughs> whatever. I'm going to post it all over my Instagram. Everyone's, it's awesome. Just don't zoom in. It's yeah. <laughs> Keep, yeah. Hello, everyone. Welcome to my Growth Mindset podcast show, but also um, we are on live for video as we're recording this. I am here to introduce a new men's coach, up and coming coach, Anthony Herrera. And I'm really excited. He's a really good friend of mine, him and his wife. I was just saying like, these two are about to be like, you know, my Avengers team right here. Like my dream team come true. So <laughs> <laughs> as I'm introducing him, we'll start from the beginning. And yeah, I wanna talk about where you came from, your experience, and then like, how did you evolve into now getting into men's coaching, which is interesting. And you were in the yeah. military too, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah, so I'm a I want to talk about that um, okay. and how these little like breadcrumbs have basically led you to where you are now, mm. that whole story. Mm -hmm. So where did it start? What were you doing before, you know, um, whether it's school or when you joined the military? You know. Yeah, well, I joined the military in 2005. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of like a few years after I graduated high school. So I did that. And that was a big leap for me because now I'm on my own. You know, coming from the San Francisco Bay Area, great upbringing, you know, I was probably the only kid that I knew with parents still together. Yeah. So yeah. they kind of led the way that way, which is really where it was actually kind of interesting to see. Um, so, and I moved away and then it started. That's kind of like, actually act, after connecting all the dots of my life, cause thinking about getting into life coaching, mm -hmm. you know, I had to find my why and my purpose yeah. and what, and based on what I know already, cause you can do all this research on life coaching. I'm doing it now. Yeah. There's all these schools, all these programs, and it's kind of overwhelming. Yeah. I got, I got some good advice basically telling me you have to just start with what you know and what you're comfortable talking about and just based around your life and my own life experiences. So one of those is the military. Mm -hmm. And I got a lot of my leadership skills and kind of like fine tuning all of that because I just thought being a firefighter in the Navy, I just kind of hang out, maybe polish some tools or something. <clears throat> Sorry. And that was it. But yeah. no about 85% of my job was training. Yeah. Training the crew on how to do firefighting, the whole dynamics of it, all the tools, how to use it properly, running drills. So here I am, 21 years old, giving instruction to like guys in the military have been in for like 20 years, you know, big ranks on their, you know, it's kind of intimidating. So I got really comfortable like that. Um, giving those trainings and 
just talking to people. That's where all the public speaking skills kind of came into play. Yeah. Um, so I had to prepare myself on each training and that gave me more and more confidence. And that, I kind of brought that over once mm-hmm. I got out. Yeah. You know, actually, in the end, I ended up really enjoying training people one-on-one or in groups. And it allowed me to be even creative with my trainings, cool. you know, which is really fun. So how long were you in the military? For five years. Five years. Okay. Yeah. Four years on a boat, the USS Simpson out of Jacksonville. And then I was in in a very interesting place called Guantanamo Bay. Maybe you've heard of it. Yeah. Yeah. So I was a prison guard for a year. So not many know about that place or even met anybody that even been there before. So that's a very interesting conversation. Maybe we can do that another day. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Dang. And then what did you do after that? Where did you end up um, working? And then you guys have a family business also? We do, yeah. So at heart, even from high school, I started working as an upholster. Yeah. So taking furniture apart, using my hands, uh, learning that skill. So I kind of rolled that over once I got out. Because in in the Navy as a firefighter, so my thought, okay, well, I'm going to be a firefighter in the civilian world. So I started going to school right away, but also working. Um. So learning the family business and then me being the younger generation, trying to get my father into the newer generation. So that's like kind of like a whole other kind of balance of being in the family business. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the first things I remember, I'm like, dad, you got to get on Yelp. What's Yelp? <laughs> He's like, I don't need to do that. Like, yes, you do. So that was like a whole kind of like, yeah, how that can help him. And so he didn't really care about it. He still doesn't. But once in a while, he'll get like a good review and I'll show it to him. He's like, oh yeah, I remember that person. Hmm, cool. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And then he just kind of moves on. A yeah. cool project because it's like random, but you guys did the full house house. Yeah. So we knew the head designer. Her name is Courtney and she actually yeah. lived there. Um, not the painted lady house, but the actual house. Yeah. Where they stay. And it looks totally different on the inside, but we've done every piece in her house. Um, it's been in El Decor magazine a couple times. Yeah. But my father, being my father, he didn't want his name mentioned at all. Like, wow. like at all. No recognition. Uh nothing. Interesting. Yeah. I don't know why. Yeah. He just doesn't care about. Yeah. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But Is me now being a business there? owner and entrepreneur, I'm kind of like, no, I want the opposite, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I want my face on the cover. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. No, exactly. Mm-hmm. And so, so all of that essentially, I'm like, it's a little bit of business, it's a little bit of coaching, it's a lot of leadership, right? Yeah. So then, and then that led you to where where were where else were you working? And then what did that look like after? Yeah. So now that I have a family, I had yeah. to kind of think of a job and a career because the firefighter thing kind of co- took me on a different path. Yeah. So sometimes in life, you work really hard for something and you have a dream and an idea. But after a certain amount of time, sometimes that dream kind of becomes something else or it dissolves. Mm-hmm. Even though you put all this time and effort and money and you have the ability and skills, sometimes it just doesn't come to fruition and you have to move on. Um, I still have a great respect and passion for my community and serving and I'm still an EMT. So once in a while, Ah, um, 
if a car is like a car accident i always run into those so i keep like gloves in my car just in case oh, I'm, like cool. responding really quick just to kind of get like a you know paramedics aren't there yet i just feel it's like a duty of mine to step yeah. in and engage and kind of help if i can you know yeah you're like the hidden superhero sometimes <laughs> yeah well it's kind of interesting because sometimes now i have my kids in the car with me and there's an accident and so i'm kind of like hmm, i'm on the freeway I don't want to pull over with my son in the back with cars zooming. Yeah. So many accidents like that. So I just kind of slowed down. I looked, I saw the guy kind of sitting up talking and I figured he's okay. Yeah. He's okay. Not today. <laughs> Not today. He's okay. They're awesome. On the way. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. And then yeah. slowly. And then I want to talk about you as um, also big brother. Oh yes. So how did that come into play? Yeah. A friend of mine, she has a big brother for her son. She's mm-hmm. a single mom. And so she knows that it's important to have male mentors and someone close for her sons just to kind of be around once in a while to kind of mix it up. So she got a big brother for them. And she kind of mentioned to me, you know what, you would be a really good big brother. You should look into that. I'm like, okay, I'll look into it. Mm-hmm. I knew what it was, but I didn't know what it was. Mm-hmm. So I registered and within like a month, because usually it takes like a long time for a pairing to happen or for, you know, a match to go through. But I was in it like a month. And then I met James and his mom. And she was just over the moon because I was a firefighter at this point of volunteering at a business. I was in school, all this stuff. And it was important for her to find a mentor that wasn't African-American like her son. Yeah. Because she wanted to give them experience in a point of view of a life from somebody yeah. else. Yeah. Because a lot of these kids in this program are from kind of. Um, it's like tough homes. Just yeah. Upbringing. It's yeah. Really rough. Upbringings for sure. And yeah. he's from Hunter's Point. So once you're in that bubble up there, yeah. it's kind of a different world. It really yeah. is. But he's such a good hearted kid. Yeah. And he it seemed like he wasn't even from there it's just you know he had a good mom and you know he's just so positive all the time and I can remember it was Christmas time I'm like James let's go volunteer he's like okay Mm -hmm. toy drives happening the fire department is doing this so let's go and he saw all these toys a whole warehouse and he's like who are these toys for he's like all these kids that you know if they need help with presents and their parents can get them for them all the time. So people donate. And he's like, Oh, I got a lot of presents. I, I could donate too. Like, okay, James, you're the best. I just want you to know that. <laughs> How old was he? when you- <clears throat> uh, He was like nine. How old is he now? He's in high school. He's a freshman in high school. now. That's so crazy. Yeah. So now that's a totally different mentorship that I have to start preparing myself for these yeah. going into high school. It's no longer little middle school problems. It's yeah. not high school <laughs> stuff. You know, so I'm like, oh my God, he just tried to add me on Instagram the other day. I'm just like, I don't know, man. We gotta talk about this. <laughs> yeah. Let's, let's talk about that first. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you got a cell phone. So he's always just calling me and texting me and stuff. I'm just kind of like, oh man, but yeah. I'm there for him. I always make sure I give them encourage him because he's so scared of school I bet a lot of kids out there and teens which is one of the um aspects of my mentor on my uh, life coaching is teens the, you know going into high school freshmen you know things like that because that's important those are tough times yeah you know? mm-hmm. 
Yeah. So yeah. it's like essentially like we we're saying in the beginning, it's like all these breadcrumbs through your life and you realize like, dang, this is what you've already been doing. Exactly. I, I really thought right. about that. Like right, really writing it down and piece I have a journal. Yeah. Yeah. That's part of my program. Get a so journal. We're gonna, we're gonna get a journal, boys. I like this. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna pin this because it's like guys out there that are like I don't write shit. I don't need a journal my feelings and what I do. Mm-hmm. Why is that important to you? I mean, how does that help you? So, and yeah, this- it is important because as a man growing up, men are very emotional, but we don't show it. Mm. Everything's on the inside. We show it in different ways. We, you know, men vent in different ways. Not like women at all. We're not yeah. a culture of talking things out wear more shoulder to shoulder guys yeah yeah they're watching the game talking about whatever once in a while but women are more like this eye mm-hmm. to eye and it opens for more for conversation but you also take things from your upbringing like my father very supportive but we didn't really talk about feelings a whole lot yeah you know we'll express frustrations and you know different life lessons of course but you know, when you ask about how your day was, it's usually, it was good. Yeah. I'm okay. That's as far as it goes, right? Yeah. But in a journal, I used it because as I was transitioning out from military to civilian, that that anxiety, that transition is real. Yeah. If a lot, if you didn't really experience that, I wasn't a war veteran. I wasn't in battle or anything like that, but post-traumatic stress is a real thing. Yeah. And it affects you a lot, especially if you're just go, go, go. You had a schedule. You don't have to worry about what to wear. You don't have to worry about what to do. You just kind of knew your job. You're on deployment or you're just on your boat doing your thing. And now you're free for do can do anything. Yeah. And I use my journal as a way to just express what's happening in my head. Like I just, mm. I jotted everything down and what I would do with that, I would just feel a whole lot better after that it's like a daily journal what you did that day or how I'm feeling or why I'm just can't sleep what am I thinking about right now and I would just get it all down and then I would just throw it away yeah I wouldn't keep it I would just <laughs> throw it away hmm. um because I just wanted to let that go I didn't have to dwell on it but I also used it as a checklist so I would put things on there if I wanted to do certain things or accomplish wasn't in any order um, but I just wanted to get it all on paper yeah. and I feel men need to do that more and yeah. they need to open that door mm-hmm. to do that yeah. because it's important. And, you know, me as a life coach, we're going to do that together. Yeah. You know, for all my, all my clients, we're going to do that together. We're going to sit down and just go over a checklist. Yeah. And I even encourage single moms out there. Yeah. Get that journal for your son. Yeah. You know, you might not do it, but <laughs> if you kind of like slowly remind him, you know, to use that journal as, you know, an advantage. Yeah, it's know, definitely a your... great tool. It's um, an unbiased outlet is like. Exactly, exactly. Right. To let it yeah. all out there. And um, in a nutshell, that's what life coaching is. I'm an unbiased person with mm-hmm. two ears, just someone to collaborate with, to talk to, to vent to. I have clients now they just kind of call me just to, to vent, honestly, yeah. <laughs> to vent about their life, you know, their marriage, their kids, trying to balance this, new yeah. jobs, 
just a whole lot in the air. And it's kind of hard to talk about that with your wife sometimes. Yeah. Because, yeah. you, you know, as a man, you want to be that alpha, right? You want to be that, don't have to worry about me. I'm going to take care of you. Yeah. Um, so that's hard. Yeah. You know, to be vulnerable like that. You know, I'm still trying to adapt to that for sure. Yeah. But uh, we're all, I'm always learning. And I would definitely encourage my clients. We're going to do that together. I love know? that. Yeah. I love that. And um, this is why I was so excited to like work with you, work with, you know, Grizel's because I was like, man, we need a shit ton more men's coaches, you know, mm. not in any offense to guys like that, you know, um, but it's just, we need more men to impact in that way. And we talk about uh, Justin Baldoni a lot with me, boss babe coaches. They're like huge fans. Yeah. And <laughs> guess my, he's my, uh, he's my spirit animal. for right? sure. Oh my God. He's amazing. Um, I'm listening to his book. Yeah, and the things he talk about, like his upbringing through middle school and high school and him being a sports guy. And, you know, I just related to so many things he talked yeah. about. It was just like unreal. Yeah. You know, like how he yeah, just we can get all into that. But just to move <laughs> the conversation forward. Yeah, it's, it's definitely he's in my ear a lot, mm-hmm. you know, awesome. and it gives my my mind thinking on certain things that I haven't thought about in a while, which is great. Right. Yeah, he's a great mentor for mm-hmm. sure. Um, so I yeah. was looking at your Instagram and it's like, this is definitely what, you know, you're trying to do is that it says leading men in reconstructing mm-hmm. all aspects of life, wellness, overall fitness, family, personal finance, and life balance. And God, you know, I love yeah. well, everything that you're trying to do because yeah, this is a really healthy balance. And like, I'm coming from a lot of the perspective is like a strict military upbringing of Filipino men that grew up in a culture where you hold your damn feelings in, you don't say anything. If you do, mm-hmm. you're, you're, you might be a little weak, right? Or it's like, hey, man, right. like, um, a lot of other families, even like, cause their sons tell me, it's like, you don't talk about feelings. You know, it's just like mm-hmm. something you don't do. It's like, why do I need to sit down and have these conversations with you? Like, yeah. you, like, we don't need to talk about that. We can just like work and build on stuff together, mm-hmm. you know, work on tools together, but it's just so damn important. Yeah. You know, um, especially with this whole pandemic, if anything is like even more work on your mental health, even more share how you're feeling and not keep it all cooped up. Like yeah. we need um, to express ourselves in healthy ways as much as possible. Yeah. Healthy ways is important, but also, you know, just not be embarrassed. Like you just got to, you have to own your feelings. Like your feelings are your feelings. You can't fight it. Yeah. Uh, you can't be embarrassed by it because I guarantee someone else out there or someone you know or other yeah. men are feeling the exact same way. Yeah, exactly. For sure, 100%. Yeah, I love that. Um, and so, you know, as us as coaches, we, mm-hmm. we are providing um, a healthy, safe space, really, um, for other exactly. people to talk about it. And for you to yeah. be able to lead other men in this way is just such a freaking awesome thing um and funny we were just like me boss babe coaches we just did a recording which i was telling them about you uh we just did a recording on what women want i listened to it yeah it's just so funny like the things across the board and i of course we try to speak on both ends and it's just like again but this is just our first episode guys so anthony Mm -hmm. we're praying to bring on consistency consistently also with griselle um because i mean the men's coaching perspective and just you know um leading other other men is just so important so now you have another you have a man to to tell you the perspective as a man as not only like a husband you know a leader a role model 
um, a father. Father of two, two boys. Two boys, two adorable. I mean, 11 month old and a three and a half year old. They're so freaking cute. Yeah, we had a they had a crazy night last night, so I'm kind of tired. Really? (laughs) (laughs) That's all good. That's it, because like that's the toddler life is brutal. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, and to to go back, yeah, uh, what you're just saying, um, yeah, I mean, even though I'm a men's coach and my I'm developing my pro and my program is tailored towards men, I encourage women to reach out to me too. Yeah, like single moms especially yeah or if you're newlyweds or even if you're single like i've been i've been there as a man mm-hmm. you know single bachelor i don't know what to do with my life uh dating you mm-hmm. know all of these things and you know i can be there yeah to listen to you yeah. if you have a question from a man's point of view that isn't yeah. your husband or isn't your cousin or a friend of yours or someone you just don't even know because I find you always I'm very open to talking to strangers about all kinds of stuff because one they're strangers you're probably never going to see them again (laughs) uh unlike maybe like a life coach but uh, you know I'm an unbiased I don't know your life but we're going to have that connection and we're going to work through any issue that or questions that you might have yeah Mm -hmm. absolutely that's awesome um, and I know you post a lot of videos on fitness too, which is really cool. You're hardcore about fitness. Yes. Like all these things are so important. Yeah. I love that you said all aspects of life and the balance of that is just so important because I swear like one mm. um, overflows into the other and all of it is really important to have like a healthy balance in your life, right? Absolutely. Yeah, I'm a big advocate for fitness and you know getting after it as a however hard or however little that you want but i feel like moving the body because if your body starts moving in and feel as good your mind's gonna follow nice you know i really believe that um yeah. and so i've been into fitness and now i'm even more into it and so it's harder now because a lot of my clients even now call me when do I have time to do this? When do I have time to work out? I'm doing this. I have, I'm in traffic for an hour, uh, blah, blah, blah. So that's a big thing too. Like trying to find that time. Like, yeah. mm -hmm. Yeah. That's a huge rebuttal. I feel like as coaches that you come across so much, especially with new clients, I don't have time. I don't have money. Ooh, that question comes up so much or that, that phrase, you know, comes up so much. And we're constantly trying to actually deconstruct that and be like, mm-hmm. why do you think you don't have time? Why do you yeah. don't have money? Or what does this look like? Yeah. Um, and us as coaches, we strategize this a beautiful life plan, life design for um, clients. And I love that yours involves also personal finance, which you know yes. you and Grizel do amazing at. Yeah, yeah, we're a big advocate too for mm-hmm. like debt-free parties. One hundred percent, yeah. Cause that's a huge thing. Like how, where does your money go? Yeah. You know, if you look at your bank statement, sometimes you don't even want to look at it cause you're kind of, you're scared to see oh, yeah. uh, what it's going to oh, be yeah. like, man, I spent like a hundred dollars a month on coffee. Yeah. Guilty. Why am I broke? Well, that's kind of maybe why <laughs> it's probably a reason. I love that. And I will say, so for someone that's, you know, I've, I've been through, I've gone through like um, coaching school and then like met with so many coaches and now, you know, mm-hmm. I'm a, success strategist, business coach. I just get all the coaches coming to me. And the biggest thing that a lot of them are missing 
is that personal finance factor for sure mm-hmm. um, in coaching um, and like the ins and outs of their money. And I'm like wondering, yeah, why is that? It's because of the fear of like, oh shit, I am spending this much on coffee. Yeah. You know? um, and that's so important. I love that you are going to help clients with that too, because it is so important. It creates this healthy um, whole circle of life. Yeah. Fitness, family, personal finance. Yeah. Life, it's like balance. Absolutely. I mean, even when you're married, money is like one of the main causes of divorce. Yes. <laughs> it's because it's like this. It's tough. Yep. You know, it's a tough conversation to have. Um, so me being the coach, a life coach, there's a way to go about it. There's a way to discuss it. You know, you just kind of be honest. You have to own your truth of like, <laughs> okay, I have to stop spending money on that. Or you might just have to like be willing to sacrifice <clears throat> for like a year. Yeah. Me and my, I can even recall me and my wife, we had our plan. Everything was on an Excel sheet, whatever money was coming in, going mm-hmm. out. Okay. No more cable. We got rid of cable for like two years. Yeah. I remember you guys like had no like technology up in there. <laughs> yeah. And we were just living that basic rice and beans life. You know, because Gabriel was little. He was just still on formula, eating a little bit here and there. He's just a baby. He's not going to eat like the whole meal or anything. And so I started making my lunches for for my lunchtime and, you know, not eating out for a little bit. And if anything comes up, you just got to budget for it. You just got to think ahead. No more gym membership. So I was on the, okay, running outside. I'm doing pull-ups at the crosswalks you know, push-ups, oh, yeah. whatever, just kind of just, uh, whatever I can do. That's yeah. so important. I, as you say, the gym membership is like, dude, I know so many friends of mine that have a gym membership that don't go. <laughs> oh man, that's like a reality. But it's like going out of their bank yeah. account. That's like 20, 25, $30 per month that they just forget. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's like, go work yeah. outside. So there are no excuses. And we call you out on your excuses is what I tell my clients too. Is like, mm-hmm. we're going to love you. But we're going to give you some tough love too. We're going to call you out on your shit, right? Yeah. As we grow, like that's, you know, that's what we need to do is that we really need to put a magnifying glass on like, oh, really, you don't have time. You don't have money, you know, yet you're struggling. You're broke. You want to, you know, do better in your life. You want to be a better, you know, a mother, father, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like you got to also be willing to do the work. Yes. Right? And I know that's what you're going to be great at is keeping them accountable. Is what oh, 100%. We yeah accountability and it's okay you know men don't want to be told what to do or how to do it a lot of the times so i'm not there for that right i'm not there to tell you what to do we're going to strategize what works for you yes and i'm just going to be there to be like just a check-in and just to make sure how things are going um because it's easy to get complacent on things a lot oh yeah especially you might go strong for like two weeks or even a month and then just like fall off yep that's where I would come in to get back on track. Just yeah. kind of like a refresher, just to make sure things are going because you're going to see results. And that in, at itself drives people, you know, motivation and mm-hmm. all that. Motivation kind of fades sometimes, but if you're driven on a goal, that's even more powerful to me. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And people wonder like, oh, some those that are out there are like, what the fuck is a life coach? What do you do? Are you guys therapists? My, my parents still think I'm a therapist. <laughs> 
Oh. <laughs> I'm like, no, I'm not a therapist. So we don't work on things in your past. Like, yeah, we'll touch base on them and we'll talk about the feelings in that, but we don't dive mm-hmm. deep into that mostly. We right. talk about the present and the future and strategizing mm-hmm. um, to get the, to those personal goals. Um, and why is life coaching so damn important right now? Um, I was listening to a podcast the other day from one of the journey owners, the school mm-hmm. I came from, and they were talking about how this whole pandemic had literally the biggest fucking magnifying glass on our, mm-hmm. you know, um, on our life, on like all these things with mental health, communication, you know, personal finance, like all of the above. And not only that, um, now we've, we're, we've become hermits. We've lost our job. We can't afford things. There are just so many things that are happening. So many. And yeah, and it's like now more than ever because of this pandemic too, life coaches are in demand. And, you know, everyone's like, I need a life coach because I'm so overwhelmed. I have so many of these goals that I want to accomplish. Just like when you want to lose weight, you get a trainer, but it's the same thing for life coaching. Now it's all aspects of your life. We're going to help you get there. Mm -hmm. We're going to strategize for you. So I'm like, damn, even I pay for my own life coach. Like I know it's, it's something that it's a need right now. Yeah. Um, People need to invest in themselves. Yeah. A hundred percent. You'll spend all this money on shoes and clothes yeah. and going out and like, man, you had just had a $300 night <laughs> going out, having drinks, great time, but yeah, that's, that alcohol is going to fade. Your food's going to digest. And yep. then you're just going to wake up hungover because you're old because you don't <laughs> anymore. You just don't do it. You just don't. But if you invest in yourself, it's going to be better in the long run. Yeah you know, 100%. Yeah. And trying to convince men of that is kind of like the challenge in opening up that door. Um, But the ones that are willing and looking for the help are going to find me and have. So those are the people that I want to work with, but getting it out there that I'm here and available for anybody, um, you know, it's, it's, it's just part of the gig. Yeah, definitely. Um, and, and I think that was one of the questions we posted too on the boss babe coaches is like, mm-hmm. as a man, you know, as a man, how do you ask for help? You know, the ego, the pride, yeah. Yeah. right. You know, that's a big ass thing. Like, oh, it's I huge. Coach, I know. How do I take the first step to do that? Um, and we were saying like, do your own research and feel it out and see if it's for you or not and mm-hmm. ask questions, you know, take action. Yeah. I mean, honestly, you just got to get out of your head. <laughs> yeah. Just don't think about it. Just like do your research. Yeah. Don't sit on it for a day. If you find a life coach or you find me, my number's right there. Yeah. My phone's on 24 seven. Yeah. Just call in an appropriate time, but I'll pick up. <laughs> <laughs> and we're just going to have a talk. We're just yeah. going to talk it out. Um, you know, there's no commitment or anything. There's no, you're not losing anything by, making a phone call it's just a couple of minutes of your time and we're gonna we're gonna figure that we're gonna figure it out with we're right fit for each other exactly there's no pressure right there's no pressure at all yeah it's it's interesting because you know i would even say how many years ago people didn't know what the fuck a life coach was i think Mm -hmm. um and um and you know again we're it's we're not therapists it's totally um it's yeah 100 yeah i'm not a counselor yeah I'm not a therapist. I'm your coach. Yeah. And if you think of it in like, in a sports aspect, I'm there to strategize with you. Yeah. I'm there to game plan. Yeah. 
you know, you're going to have some practices. So we're going to go over certain things and then you're going to execute mm -hmm. and then we're going to see results. And if things don't work out how you want them to, we're going to adapt to that, adapt and overcome. And then we're going to try again. Yeah, absolutely. You know, like every year mm -hmm. a new season starts. So you're going to, you're going to get stronger. You're going to get better. You're going to get faster, smarter. Yeah. You're going to take care of your body and you know, you're going to be better for it. So yeah, it's exciting. Yeah. I love it um, that I'm teaming up with you and Grizel. And so one of the projects that I'm not going to talk so deep into because we're, um, we're going to do some before after photos of like mm -hmm. her place, but a client that all three of us worked on uh, work with together is she um, I'm like very quickly, she had a lot of stuff in her place and she's aware of that. She had mm -hmm. a lot of things in her place. She has three pets. Um, and she reached out to yeah. me as a life coach to get yep. on track with goals and school and everything. And mm -hmm. I asked, you know, Anthony and Grizel to team up with me and work with her because they're in the Bay and she was in the Bay and I couldn't mm -hmm. physically be there, even though I was like, damn, I want to get on a plane and go physically help her, like move all this stuff. I'm like, yep. she needs to sell things, need to. So in this situation of life coaching, we mm -hmm. like literally went full on life design work. Yeah. And that is so freaking powerful when someone, you know, and, and her coming in her perspective, she was freaking scared. She was nervous. She had so much anxiety and she had, she straight up said she had shame around it, but us yeah. working together, you know, and all of our strengths helped her become more confident in her place. And yeah, 100%. transform everything from the inside out is what I worked with her for like, you know, um, six months. And towards the end, we, we got more into like the physical life design of her place. She wanted a space where she can go to school um, or she, you know, when she comes back from school, she can do her homework in like her desk area in a clean area. And she just was so overwhelmed with her feelings, which is mm -hmm. a lot of clients that first come to us. They're super overwhelmed with so much stuff happening in their life. Like mm -hmm. all the inner stuff, the feelings, the emotions, the physical aspect of your space. And you, even, you know, with your family business, you know how important it is to have a space that you love. 100%. Yeah. Oh my God. Right. Yeah. It's, I mean, the fact that we touched on that as life coaches, I'm like, dude, we're pretty badass guys. Like the yeah, fact that was, we physically went in there and helped her do 100% yeah. life design. Yeah. We went to ground zero. Yeah. <laughs> saw the situation and we just no judgment on anything yeah. you know help is help no matter what the situation is and I can see from her just her energy I could just feel yeah. it like she just knows that she wanted things done and that she needed help but didn't know where to start that's just yeah. kind of like where it is too and even yeah. after that first day you could just see that things are just so much different she could just like breathe a little bit you yeah know, 100% yeah. And yeah, just, she like, just graduated from my program, but like I was telling mm -hmm. her through Zoom and she thanks you so much, like dude, yeah. awesome coach right here, um, helping her like physically move all this stuff out and like yeah. new furniture, minimalize her space. So it's like literally you feel that energy in the room and where she's at. She's more mm -hmm. positive. She's more confident. She's starting school literally next week. Yeah. She has a beautiful space with her three pets that it's just like. Mm -hmm. so much easier it's allowing so much all that easier i mean if it's clutter yeah physical clutter yeah. that yeah. that transfers over to your mind and your life like it yeah. just really really does that's you know so even with 
not just her situation, but we're going to find more clients like that 100%. But I bring a little bit of that into my clients too, because I want to know how you're living. Yeah. What's your life space looking like? What does your closet look like? How is your life organized? Are you just like a messy person or whatever? Well, okay, that's kind of reflecting on maybe what's going on in your life a little bit. Oh, 100%. That shit overflows. Yeah. The routine from your morning to night, are you keeping organized? Do you Mm -hmm. have a healthy routine? Are you working out? Are you looking at your finances? Like all these things are so important and why I'm like, dude, everyone needs a life coach, but also everyone (laughs) needs therapy. I am a huge advocate for this. And I know, you know, some people out there in our audience, like um, for boss babe coaches, they're like, Mm -hmm. God, because we said, you saw the recording. We're like, we're going to get a shirt that says therapy is sexy as fuck. Like, (laughs) yeah, yeah, for sure. Like personal development is sexy as fuck, really. Yeah. You know, like working on yourself. You so, have to work on yourself. If you're, you know, if you're not, then you're just staying the same. Yeah. You're just like, staying the same. You, you're not improving. Yeah. Uh, yeah. How can you expect to get towards a goal? And this is the thing that I do call out a lot of my clients too, is that mm-hmm. how can you expect to get towards any goal or like put out there that, you know, you want to make this much money. I want to, you know, whether it's losing weight or like get towards whatever goals, mm-hmm. but you're also not willing to do the work. And you, yeah. if you find yourself complaining all the time, but not doing anything, you know, there's an issue there. Yeah. Yeah. Doing the work. Mm-hmm. And just thinking, I mean, I'll tell you right now, men think about it a lot more than <laughs> what they want. Maybe women probably think about it too a lot, yeah. but I would say, you know, procrastination is huge. Yeah. You know, oh, I think about working out a lot, but I, I just, yeah, that's a big one. You know, for sure. That's hard for me too sometimes, 100%, because the only time I really get a chance to work out is in the morning at, I have to get up at four o'clock or 445, really. And so, because I know the kids are sleeping, everyone's asleep on home by six. And it's the only time I have to get in a run or the gym or a swim. Yeah. No, I love that you're bringing a lot of effort. It takes a lot of effort, but you need to develop that discipline and you just got to do it. One trick that I found was you need to have everything set up right next to your bed, your shoes, your socks your sweater, your beanie, whatever it's going to be. If you're going for a run at night, get reflective tape or a belt or something. Make mm-hmm. sure your iPod or whatever is ready to go and set your alarm. Just get up. Don't think about it. Don't even turn off the alarm right away. Mm-hmm. Your spouse might get mad, but <laughs> just get up and just start getting dressed. Don't even think about it. Because once you start thinking about it, your mind's going to go into excuses. It's so early. I'm so cozy. Because it's so easy just to go back to sleep. Yeah. You know, and it takes practice. Sometimes I'm just like, eh. But then I tell myself, okay, well, I got to find time later on in my day to make that up. Almost like a punishment. So I have to (laughs) run a little longer or something. (laughs) <laughs> I like that you're saying that fine time because I swear again over and over I keep saying this I don't have time I don't have money the, mm-hmm. these excuses I hear them every single day mm-hmm. it's like make time there's time and there's I'm plenty of time you have 24 and, hours in a day <laughs> yeah and unfortunately even if it means there's no sleep then that's what's gonna happen you're gonna lose yeah. a little bit of sleep over it but yeah. it's worth it I'm sorry yeah. it's, it's worth it you don't need nine hours of sleep 
<laughs> you're good with five or six. <laughs> you know, if you got to get up a little earlier, like I, you know, if you start work at nine, you have a lot of time to get something done. Yeah. You know, just start your day off a little earlier and you just sacrifice a little sleep and maybe take a little nap later, 30 minute nap, power nap. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I swear. That's so important. I think that's one of the first things that we do look at. Um, so in my program, the first two months, mm-hmm. we literally go like into your schedule and I'm like seven days a week, write down where your time is going. And they're like, mm. oh shit, there is time. Ha. Yeah. There's actually on, a lot of time there. <laughs> you're on your phone for who knows how many hours a day, <laughs> yeah. a lot. Yep. It's shocking. Even myself, sometimes I'm just like, if I'm not on there doing business stuff or being productive, that's one thing. But, you know, sometimes you go YouTube, you're going deep. You're just like, oh, yeah. This video, like, social media. Like, you're on there for an hour. Like, I have clients that start out that way and they're like, oh, they realize they're on the toilet and they're there for like two hours on social media. Like, legs. go get up and do something. Yeah, there is time. Yeah. I mean, no excuses either. If you have kids, that's a big one too. Yeah. I got kids. I got no time. No, no, no. You got time. (laughs) I have a son drop him up at school. So I have like a two hour window, sometimes in the, usually in the morning. And I take my little one with me. Mm. I put him in a hiking backpack and I just start going. No lie. This dude showed up with our client, with our client, with his son on his back. <laughs> yeah, they're <laughs> like, telling me. Yeah. There are no excuses. Like the fact yeah. that you did that is like, you're showing up. Like, yeah, you got to just do it. You have to just, no shame, mm-hmm. just knock it out. I can't bring my son to me to the physical gym. Yeah. But this little butterball weighs like 37 pounds, 27 pounds, and he's 11 months. So just him on my back alone, walking five miles around a track or something. Oh shit. I just got an idea then. So one of your videos, you have to post a workout with him. Oh, 100%. Oh my God. 100%. Workout with kiddo. That'd be a good video. I'm like writing this yeah. down. I'm also in my area in San Francisco, um, you know, with all my men, we're going to be developing a group. And so even just meetups with men out there because there's a lot of men out there that kind of stay home sometimes and they rotate with their spouse like i know i do so let's meet up at a park yeah physical go to golden gate park go for a walk you can set the kids down we'll do some push-ups we'll do calisthenic stuff it doesn't need long you just do 30 minutes that's all you really need just to get the blood flowing just to get because i believe like once if you're not working out and you want to, you just got to go for it. And you got to break through some of those walls. You're going to feel tired. You're going to hate it, but slowly, but surely you're going to get better and better at it. And you just got to do it. Yeah. Don't think about it too much. I love this. So if you're in the Bay area, please hit up Anthony. Um, I'm definitely going to tag him in, you know, all his social media, Instagram, all of that. So if you're in the Bay Area, definitely go hit up one of his support groups. Even if you have kids, if you don't, it doesn't matter, right? No excuse. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Um, like, this if is your a kid's great running around all over the place, then we're going to do sprints chasing this guy around. Yeah, they love to do matter. hikes. You guys love to go to the, park. <coughs> you guys go to the mm-hmm. beach. So I, I think that's so awesome. So now other men can reach out to you, like physically yeah. there, you know, and have that kind of support again. This is definitely what we need more of in the world. You know, more men's coaches like you and, you know, mm. hypnotherapists, shout out to Grizel. She's actually recording with yeah, me. Yeah, my wife. Yeah. 
RTT, <laughs> Rapid Transformational Therapy. And yes. I was her guinea pig. <laughs> and she still asked me to do more. I'm just like, okay. <laughs> and it's real. It works. It's a yeah. very interesting practice. I never, I never heard of it, but yeah. I know what therapy is. I know yeah. hypnosis is, and it's kind of like a combination of both. And I remember watching my recording because we recorded it too. Yeah. I thought I was like this, but I was like this. Oh, shit. Just talking like regular, wow. but I was just so into it. Because yeah. you're aware you're talking yeah. like we are now. Yeah. But it's an experience and it, it works. Is. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it works. I mean, years of therapy, you know, I've, I've done that work too. And mm -hmm. I swear that one session with Griselle is like, shit, I kind of saved a lot of money on, on therapy, <laughs> but yeah. it's like, damn, it dives so deep, but yeah, but she's yeah. like a little sneak preview of her. She's coming on the show next week. Um, so mm -hmm. definitely stay tuned for that. And I, I am bringing back, you know, Anthony for some Q and a questions from the audience, which is really okay. fun. A lot of them are going to be women. They're going to be like, Hey, Okay. <laughs> um, you know, such and such, either their husband, their spouse, they're dating, or, you know, um, mm -hmm. what's it, what they're going to ask a lot of questions and that's going to be really fun. So yeah, Anthony will be back for a Q and A yeah. with that. Um, so definitely stay tuned for all of this. Um, I'm going to put post all the links in this bio. You can listen to us on many platforms from all over the world, uh, Spotify, iTunes. Um, we're on Instagram. If you want to see like all the you know, physical photos, videos that Anthony posts, definitely find him there. And your handle is forward guidance SF. Forward right? guidance. That's my email. Yeah. Forward guidance. Yep. Yes. Forward underscore guidance SF. Again, I will repost it in all of this as well. So thank you, Anthony, for being on our yeah. show. Thanks for having me and yes, taking the time and to hash some things out and yes. uh, we'll do this again. Yes. Much thank more you. to talk about and to, you know, yeah. Awesome. To get through.